Say, I'm looking for a miracle. I expect the impossible. I can feel the intangible. I can see the invisible. Looking for a miracle. Hey, this is Brother Green. This is Rivers in the Desert Ministry. Rivers of living water in dry places. What a great day to glorify the Lord. This is the time we come on daily to pray for one another. We come on to pray for the Grinning family. We come to lift up the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. And the sky is the limit to what I can have. I'm putting the link up on the Facebook site. So those of you that are on the Facebook page, if you want to join with us, you can join with us on Facebook. And it's good to come in and to testify their strength when you testify God will nourish your spirit when you lift up Jesus Christ the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy be strengthened and be refreshed by just sharing you know you can be refreshed by sharing the great things that God has done for you you can be unburdened by sharing the things that you need God to do for you I guarantee you you'll be blessed and refreshed Anyway, I'm looking for a miracle today. Let me put the link up on the Facebook page. Join us live on Zoom. Here is the link. You know, we just had our um, individual prayer for the Grinning family. And in the central area, it was from 9 to 9.30. But each area, you know, in the, in the letter, you should have had the time. And we're encouraged and we're instructed by God that we should always pray. But this was a time that we wanted to sit and um, sit apart. And each of us say a prayer for Mark, for Jonathan, for Joseph, and for Jordan. The effectual prayer of the righteous man the effectual prayer of the righteous woman availeth much. There's power in prayer. So this is why we come together and this is why we come together and pray. Well, this is another day the Lord has made. This is uh, Saturday and uh, Saturday, September the 16th. What a wonderful day to walk in the grace of God. And each day I tell you, drink living waters from your own river. God has put a reservoir of power on the inside of you and God has set up a dwelling place for the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost inside of you. Drink from those rivers and God has um, set up a place inside of you where he will sup with you. Amen. He'll share righteousness with you. He'll share truth with you. Amen. He'll share his anointing and you, you can walk in that power in that Holy Ghost God, Son, power. You're the offspring of God. You can walk in your offspring, your inheritance, power. Join with the living God. Join with the Son of God. Walking as an offspring of God. That's where your power is. That's where your inheritance is. So anyway, we want to uh, lift up the name of Jesus Christ today. We want to come together and we want to pray for one another. We want to come together. We want to pray for Mark, for Jonathan, for Joseph, for Jordan. We're going to be starting another um, letter 
drive here soon, and this drive is going to be to the Supreme Court. This letter is to the Supreme Court, and the um, the Sons of Liberty has offered us an opportunity to come on and to um, to share this letter drive with them. But we but this letter drive that we're going to be starting to the Supreme Court is going to consist just of asking questions. You know, I talked, hey, bless you, how you doing today? <laughs> Amen, I talked to Mark, and I, you know, just to make sure that it was okay to do something like that, and I talked to the guys that were working with Mark's um, release from prison, and you know, and his thoughts were that it, they don't listen to you. But then after I explained to him, I says, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. I think they need to know that we're willing, we're not trying to disturb them. We just want to know if they're going to do their job. They have, they have an oath to the men and women and not to these corporations, you know, and they, they have an oath to protect us from things when government does things that are not right. And so we just want to ask them, are they going to be protecting the Grinnan family? You know, because what's happening to them is wrong, you know, and, and so we're going to start another letter drive and we need to get this out. If we can, we want to get it out before the October, I think, is when this um, uh, this unlawful inferior court is supposed to be sentencing them. So we yeah, want to get this. Echo. There's an echo. Okay. You know, I cannot hear you. You can't hear me? No, I can't. I can't hear you. What's going on? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? No. Let me see what's happening here. I'm going to unplug this. And Okay. I'm talking. Hello. Can you? Okay. Now that sound went away. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? No. Say something. Okay. Testing. One, two, three. Can you hear, you can't hear me, huh? I can, I can hear you. Yeah, okay, I can hear you now. I hear you now. Okay, yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of loud. I think your voice is very loud. Is it? Okay, I'll turn it down some. I How's that? Is that better? A little better, yeah. Okay, I turn, I turn these powers down a little bit. All right. Did you ever get to see the whole video that Edson's done? I uh, know I have not. I've started working on an, on a on another template letter that we can send to the Supreme Court, and then after today's lesson, I've got a I'm, there's a class that I'm going to be teaching, so I I may be able to listen to it tomorrow. I'm doing a, doing an open house. Well, this and, injustice that they're doing to the Grenadines, they they're doing to a lot of people. Like yes, this. yes, it's unbelievable. You know how they're. This, uh, I don't know how uh, Judge Altanaga got away with holding an illegal trial, getting FBI agents to, you know, be the accusers. Well, not accusers, they're the ones that said, we, we were told that someone... Yeah, that's crazy. You can't give second... Yeah. It just doesn't make any sense to me how they get away with that. And what they're doing to, to President Trump, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's just... It's really crazy out there. I don't know how the Constitution says that our First Amendment right, you know, we have freedom of speech. So how are they just going all around that and saying, you know, when someone told you that you were on, 
and so therefore, you know, uh, we're going to sentence you. That doesn't make any sense. They got the guns. You know, is what's going on. They they have they have the guns, and they've made it up in their mind they're just going to do illegal stuff, and they feel like most most of the people are not strong enough to say no. You can't do that to me. Yeah. You know, most of the people are not. You know, and the and we we don't want to. You got to pick your battle. Like this young child that they just recently killed because and he hadn't broken any laws, and the and and uh, the police pulled him over because he didn't have on proper uh, plates on his car and and he says I haven't done anything wrong I don't have to give you any ID and all of those things are correct the way but the way that he articulated them may not have been correct and see these police have been a they've been um, they created this term and the term they've created is called sovereign citizen well the term sovereign citizen is a trick for people to think you can't be sovereign and be a slave at the same time, right. you know. And that's a, and and they put people out in these different freedom groups to take people and lead them down this wrong path. And you, you and you wonder, you know, like they'll arrest everybody and go to jail, but the people that were leading them, they get out, you know. And they and the system, what the system is good at doing, is creating conflict. So you don't want to get into conflict with them. You don't want to. The way to deal with them is on a, with a with a ink pen and a piece of paper. You know, an ink pen and paper, and and then have them default to the documents that you send in, and have that, and then you take that default those defaults with you into the court system. But this lower court, this lower inf um, in, in, inferior court, is. It's just, it's just a, it's a circus, you know. And for Mark and his sons to have the wisdom not to participate with them is fine because eventually the Supreme Court is going to have to do what, or we're going to put them in the fire. They've got to do what they're supposed to do, and I, and this is why, you know, I'm thinking this next letter in um, drive that we start should be a a a kind approach to them because. You know, the Bible says that you be, you know, wise as a serpent, but as harmless as a dove. Yeah. You know, and so you, <laughs> you know, that it, so you ask them questions that they can't, that they have to answer. But in all righteousness, they can't ask. They can't answer the questions. And then you, after, after they can't answer the questions, you say, well, what are you, well, what's your real intent and who are you loyal to? You know, I mean, your oath says that you're um, put in that place to protect the people against the the um, the criminal activity of things like this court system. What they're doing is criminal. It is very criminal. Yeah. So I did, I've been praying since like six o'clock this morning. Amen. I haven't stopped. And I'm hoping that everybody else did the prayer this morning. Yes. And, uh, when this time of sentencing October 6th comes along. That the can be released. Amen. And, and we want to, we want to, uh, you know, start a, another letter drive to send to the Supreme Court to put them on notice that you know we're watching what they're doing, and they should have taken an action. They should have taken an action to stop this a long time ago. But you know, our approach, as I mentioned, should should be a kind approach. It should be. I think we should be kind and should afford them the opportunity 
so that they can do what's right, you know, and yeah, afford them the opportunity. I wanted to bring up today, if I've got enough time, I've got about five minutes, and I wanted to bring up, uh, have, if you haven't had a chance to read Jonathan's letter. Oh, I read it. Um, it's heartfelt. Roberto and Frank. Yes. Yes. All righty. Yeah, I'm going to read some of it before 12 o'clock if I can, okay? And it says, it says, um, and you help out anytime you get ready, okay? It says, Jonathan, unto all who serve our Lord Jesus Christ in love and truth, may God our Father bless you all. For the past three weeks, I've been going over what happened at the three different hearings and the words the Lord led us to share there. But that does not compare to what I've seen and I've been through as these last three years and three plus years in jail. You see, God is not looking for ability, but availability. Is your life available to the Lord for his work? I believe we can only truly be available for the work of our Lord through love. Not the love that the world knows, but love that we receive and learn from the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a love in action, also known in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 as charity. In chapter 13, verse 13 of 1 Corinthians, it says, And now abideth faith, hope, charity, these three, but the greatest of these is charity. Please take time to read 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Chapter 13 is a great verse. I love chapter 13. Yeah, I love the entire word of God. Um, let me continue reading. I believe charity, also known as agape in the Greek language, is the love of God that flows through us by the Holy Spirit. See Romans 5, um, chapter 5, verse 5. It is a spiritual and eternal love. God the Father showed us this love when he gave his only begotten son so that we could have eternal life. His note says, see Romans 5, verses 3 and 4. Tribulations led us to experience more of God's love. I've seen the love of God through. Um, God, I've seen the love of God work through me here many times in this jail, uh, in this jail experience that the Lord is leading me through. How do I know it was God's love and not my own? Well, when you're broken and suffering and have nothing to give and just too overwhelmed to even care to do anything, and yet you feel compelled to help others in any way that you're able, you know something or better yet someone is taking the lead. And then I've got a less, um, I've used this here letter to send out to the Telegram and to the Facebook. And so I, that's the only section that I share with the social media. Then they have to kick this link, click this link to get the rest of the letter. But let me continue reading. We can only move in his love when we come to the end of ourselves because it's selfless love. The love of God is directed outward toward others, not inward toward ourselves. It is utterly unselfish. This kind of love goes against our natural inclinations. It is impossible to have this kind of love unless God helps us uh, set aside our own natural desires so that we can love without expecting anything in return. We can't manufacture this love, this kind of love, when we don't feel it. We, can't, we gain it only through the Holy Spirit. We never love perfectly. Only Jesus can love perfectly. Thus the, own, thus, the more we come, become like Jesus, the more love we will show to others. I could write forever and still not be able to completely describe God's love. Our infinite mind, our, our, finite, our 
finite minds cannot explain the infinite love of God. All I can do is receive it and give it freely to others. My dad, my brothers, and I are here because of the love of God. And for those of you that don't know, you know, as I'm reading this, Mark, Jonathan, Joseph, Jordan, Brennan have been unlawfully held hostage. They've been kidnapped and held hostage for over 1170 something days because they chose to say that we have the choice to stand for God and to do what God tells us to do rather than having to obey this 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 uh, Babylonian system. So anyway, let me continue. Uh, all I can do is receive it and give it freely to others. My dad, brothers, and I are here because of the love of God. We had to disobey man in order to obey God. That's what he and he's that's what he's saying. He's putting it right out there. We had to disobey man if we wanted to obey God. That's a powerful word right there that he's sharing. We had to disobey man in order to obey God. But looking past my selfish desires, I'm able to see how God has used us to spread his love to those who might now have been able to see and or receive it. Um, Seven West is the floor that I've been on for almost seven years now. At this time, I'm the one who's been here the longest. Everyone that was here when I arrived um, has moved on. Seeing I can't describe completely God's great love, I would like to share some testimonies of love that God, our Father, has allowed me to be a part of in these three years. I met, over, I met hundreds, if not thousands plus men, uh, uh, thousands plus people during this time, and there are many testimonies. I will only be able to share a very few, uh, a very small portion. If God allows me to do so in the future, I'll, front, I'll finish the book that I'm writing. I've kept a pretty extensive journal of all that has happened during this journey. My prayer is that the Lord will send someone to help me finish the book in due time, of course. That I will do in the next few newsletters, the Lord willing. Um, is the Lord willing? Is a state, a name, or alias, as I don't want to be, I don't want, okay, let me see what he's saying here. Is, okay, I don't want to, I will do in the next few minutes. Yes. Lord willing, a state a name or alias. Okay. Without their permission. Okay. And the. He don't want to use their names directly. Right, he's going to put out, you know, what uh, experience he went through with them, but he doesn't want to, you know, put out their name. All right. Anyway, I'm, I'm going. I'm, we're going to, we're going to. This is a very, very powerful letter. It's going to bless you in the spirit with uh, Jonathan opening up and sharing what he's had to in, um, deal with while in this prison system and how God has provided for him, his dad, and his son, and his. Uh, um, his his uh, brothers, how God has uh, provided for them and protected them, and has given them grace, and has bared and has given them favor in the prison system, 
And the Lord, we, we pray for the gridded family. We continue to pray for them. And we continue to hold them up. And that the Lord continue to cause his angels to encamp around them. And that they be delivered from and set free from this unlawful bondage that they've had to... Um, uh, um, they've had this uncompensated compliance that they've been willing to stand for because this stand that they're making is actually a stand for all mankind. That is very, very true. You know, that's where the whole man and his co-one, you know, he, he, he left a couple of people while he was there. And he goes on to explain how he thought he would never preach, he would never want to preach. Yeah. <laughs> that part, that was kind of interesting, but he put yeah. this situation, you know, even though they had struggles physically, uh, mentally, and spiritually, we, the readers, can better understand how difficult the life of a prisoner is. And yes. Now, how much they appreciate God's love. Because in, through all these struggles, God has found a way to help him, his brothers, and his family. So, you know, it's a really enlightening letter. He talks about Roberto, you know, uh, yes. and, and how uh, he came to, to find Jesus and Frank. It's really, it's a long, a long letter, but it's, it's very interesting. It's going to bless you. It's, he, he talks about how he went and he asked them for a room there at the, um, um, I guess, one of the places where they could gather and have church. Mm -hmm. And he was surprised at how quick they gave them room to, to get, this is after he said he wasn't planning on doing any preaching. Right, right. <laughs> and there he is, you know. Yeah. Reading them, and so you know, God works in mysterious ways. Amen. If you want to keep reading the, the, the letter, don't go ahead. Okay, okay, I, I will. Um, so, anyway, he says, What I will do in the next few newsletters, Lord willing to state a name or an alias, is I don't want to put anyone's personal information out without their permission. And the experience or part of the experience that I or my dad and brothers had with them. Also, I'll explain a little bit about. How living here was and is uh, such a, a daily, such as the daily struggles, the physical, mental, and spiritual, so that you, the reader, can better understand how difficult the life of being in prison is and how much we appreciate God's love. In jail, you see, you'll see over time that there is no gray area. You can find the most genuine people, but also you can find the most non-genuine people as well. Not much in between, and believe me, I've seen a lot in the time that I've been here. No matter what happened, God's love and forgiveness is great and awesome. Well, now onto getting on to know a few of my brothers and friends. I hope you enjoy and are blessed by their stories, which are also my stories, because not only were they blessed by God through me and other servants of the Lord, but I've also been very blessed by them. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Roberto, when I first arrived in this FTC Miami, Federal Detention Center in Miami, thank God, Jordan, my brother, and I were together after being separated for over a month at the county jail. We didn't have anything, extra food, commissary, nothing but what is provided to you, and believe me, that ain't much. Jailers help each other out more than you would think. So while in quarantine, only about 15 minutes every day, five days a week at most, to shower, make a phone call, and write a message. 
I would say hi to a few friends and witness of Jesus to, and I'd witness about Jesus to them. Roberto overheard me say that I had been a missionary all my life, and one day he said his mother was a minister and that he felt compelled to give us something to give us something when he, uh, which he did, which was a coffee, a few things to eat, etc. Soon uh, thereafterwards, Jordan was moved. After three days alone, one night my my room started flooding, so they had to move me. And guess where God had them put me? Yes, with Roberto. <laughs> the first night we talked into two in the morning, and for for weeks after we shared prayers together, because we wasn't praying and I wasn't encouraged, because he wasn't praying and I. Encourage, hey, how you doing? Someone say something. Okay. Because he wasn't praying and I encouraged him in the faith. We also studied the Bible and worked and worked out. God provided for my needs physically from Roberto and Roberto's needs spiritually from me. I've seen him off and on these past three years because he's working he's a working inmate in the building. He is happy and seems at peace. Frank. After 32 days on the quarantine floor, they moved me into 7 West on October 3rd. On this floor, we were allowed out only one hour a day, 5 to 10 minutes before closing time. I saw 8 to 12 guys in a circle praying, so I joined them. Anyone could pray if they wanted to, and the guy pretty much who was leading it was Frank. Frank and the others came to find out that I was a missionary and praised God. They, were, they had been praying for God to send them someone to help. So I would pray, read short passages from the Bible, and encourage them. God always knows I needed Frank. God always knows I needed Frank. He had done time and was over 50 and had experience. He taught me the ways of the jail. He taught me the ropes, and I encouraged him in the Lord. One night in the prayer circle, Frank asked if anyone wanted to receive Jesus as their personal Savior. Christian stepped forward, and Frank asked, Jonathan, would you like to lead him? And of course I did. The first person I led to Jesus on this floor was Christian. What a name, right? <laughs> During this time, God put it on my heart to write the person in charge of the chapel to ask for access so the people could worship. To my surprise, he said yes, and I was in charge of organizing the list. Eight to ten people were max. Uh, they would open it up for, for those on the on the list during lockdown times and lock us up in the chapel. Oh, what a blessing. We would study the Bible, sing, pray, and more. Soon thereafter, the guy said we wanted someone to preach, and all the eyes turned to me. Mind you, when I was 17 years old, I told my dad I would always tell others about Christ, but I'm not never going to preach. <laughs> but oh, how God changes things. One thing I can say about myself that is proven to be true and that is a gift of God to him be the glory is that when no one will step forward, even when I don't want to, I say, here I am, Lord. I don't like the praise, the, the forefront. I don't like people praising me is what he's saying. And the forefront, the limelight, I prefer not to be seen. But if it's for his glory, I step up. So I did. And soon people wanted not only Spanish services, but also English. So I was doing one to two services almost every day for months, maybe even maybe over a year. Everyone wanted to get out of their room 
believers or not. So I took advantage of this and witnesses and preached to everyone. It kept me busy. People got saved right with the Lord. They got saved and they got right with the Lord and more. Then Frank had to leave and he had gained the courage to preach, teach, and speak in public. Before he left, he passed on the mantle and blessed me with the work. He came to me and said that you, Jonathan, David, are like David in the, great, in, the, uh, in the cave. Men flock to you for guidance. May God bless you, and we thank God, and we cry together. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Even today, he calls my wife and asks about me and my family and encourages me to continue in the work of God. I have more stories for the next week's newsletter and I'm working on it. We not only encourage each other, but we cry together, we sing praise together, we cook, we laugh, and even more. So that is how the Lord has started the Church of the Seven West. Praise be to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, forever and ever. Jonathan. Amen. Isn't that a beautiful letter, folks? That was that beautiful. Is, it's nice to know that, you know, um, he wasn't preaching. He wasn't, he believed in God and Christ he was not going to preach and God said no yes you are <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bring people to the world and he did and he is and it kept him busy and he, he feels fulfilled and, and in peace and that's so good to know amen yeah. that's a beautiful letter Lord we thank you for this letter that our brother has sent to us continue to bless him continue to cause multiple hundreds of thousands to be saved at the power of God working through his hands within the prison system. Let so many be saved in the prison system. Let a revival take place in the prison system that they'll have to cause them to come out of there because too much good work has taken place. Amen. Let them be released from the prison system. Lord, we pray that you bless everyone on our prayer list and that you continue to build them up. You continue to be cause healing to flow in all of those that have asked for healing and let the Lord Jesus Christ be glorified. We pray for those that come to this uh, segment live. We pray for those that listen to this segment, the recorded segment. We pray for those that listen to us streaming in Jesus name. Amen. Glory to God. Any words? Amen. Did we ever find out what happened with Andrea? She okay? She says she wasn't doing well. Um, that was, was that, that was Kat. No, Andrea, the... Andrea, yeah, Andrea, I, I think Andrea's doing better. I've got a, you know, I'm going, I teach a, 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 a crypto class. I'm going to be, um, online. I'll be online with her today at 1 p.m. I'm a, I'll, yeah, it's a, um, just, a, it's a beginner level. And so... Um, I'll I'll check with her and make sure she's doing okay. She's she's been really busy, but she wanted to she wanted to learn. She wanted me to share what I knew about it, and I I I, I can share beginner level information with anyone. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Hi, Cindy. Uh -huh. Hey, how you doing, Cindy? The Lord bless you. And one. I'm looking for a miracle with my name on it. Amen. The Lord bless each of y'all. Anybody? Anything else? That's it. I want my miracle. <laughs> Amen. You know God has a miracle with your name on it. The Lord bless you today. Be encouraged. Drink living waters that are God has put on the inside of you. 
Amen. Drink living waters from the well on the inside of you. The Lord bless you. We'll talk to you real soon, okay? Okay. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I'm looking for a miracle.